Good evening, listeners. It's just after 7 p.m. and on a Sunday, that can mean only one thing. It's time for another episode of Inspiration Dissemination. I am your host for this evening, Kristen Finch, and you were just listening to Who Run the World by Beyonce, or Who Run the World, Girls, by Beyonce, because tonight Girls, yes. yeah, <laughs> we have a special segment focused on mentorship and women empowerment. What you're about to hear is an interview with a graduate student and her mentee, they are here with us tonight to talk about how mentorship of women and girls in a historically dominated field like the forest sector can foster gender diversity. Inspiration dissemination is recorded live, and should they occur, any opinions expressed on the shows are those of the hosts and their guests and do not necessarily represent Oregon State University or this station. Our graduate student guest for this special segment is Pipit Larasati, a third year graduate or PhD student in the Wood Science and Engineering Department, the College of Forestry here at Oregon State University. Friends and colleagues in her networks describe her as Miss Social or Miss Doing All. And she sure, certainly is busy. She is involved in four research projects, four committees at the department and college level on campus, including the College of Forestry's Diversity, Equity, and Inclusion Committee. She is a digital communication coordinator for the International Society of Wood Science and Technology. And one of her contributions is a network of women or for women who are associated with wood science called hashtag women in wood science. Hi, Peepit. Hi, Kristen. And Peepit is here with one of her mentees, Taylor Barnett, a third year undergraduate student studying natural resources at the College of Forestry. And she's also specializing in systems of interactions within society and natural resources. That program was designed by Taylor under the individualized specialty option. Taylor is here to share her experience utilizing mentorship and mentorship programs at Oregon State University for her personal development. Hi, Taylor. Hello. All right. So this episode, we will be talking about women empowerment through mentorship. But before we talk about this, Peepit, could you share with us a little bit about why you're interested in this research? Yeah, definitely. So it started with um, my experience in the forest sector for almost then two decades I got my bachelor degree in forestry in Indonesia, and then I went to New Zealand for my master degree in forestry science. And now I'm here in the U.S. for my PhD in wood science. So adding some international experience in more than 20 countries that I have visited, I noticed a reality that not many women involved in the forest sector. While we have more women in the education level, I find less in the industry or workplace. So I have this unanswered question of where are these women who have graduated in the forest sector education? Why I see a lot of men but less women in the forest sector? Like who runs this world? All right, I see. So this is why we played that Beyonce song at the yes. top of the hour. Yeah, I mean like, I mean, I bet that Beyonce has a better idea on who runs the world. <laughs> because through this song, Beyonce takes a more direct and assertive approach towards female empowerment. She is saying the things that women want to say, but sometimes are not confident enough to say. This is one of the reasons why I'm researching about gender diversity in the forest sector, both in the industry and education settings. Giving women strength to say whatever they want to say, and do whatever they want to do. Um, Kristen, by the way, I want to tell you a story. Let's hear it. Okay, so um, 
in the Facebook post about this talk promotion. Um, in addition of support from male colleagues that I barely know, I got a comment. So I will read it verbatim. Um, so he wrote, heard all this BS before on The View. I'm up. Yeah, right. Come on. <laughs> yeah, I mean, like, as you can see, when we talk about gender diversity in a male-dominated sector, the topic is still sensitive for some specific people, obviously. But I feel that I need to thank to him because he reminds me to my personal reasons why I want to do this research in the first place. Like, gender diversity and women empowerment are not BS. Hello. Ooh, yes. yes. Yay. Uh, gender inequality is real. Um, let me um, give you some facts about women's leadership gap in the U.S. So although women are 50% of the U.S. population and account for 47% of the U.S. labor force and 49% of the college-educated workforce, the women only 25% of executive and senior-level officials and managers, and they only hold uh, 20% of board seats and or are only like 6% of CEOs. Wow, so it's definitely a problem that we should be talking yeah, about. Yeah, yeah, of course. Uh, Taylor, what was your motivation in joining PIPIT for this research? So I have a passion for the environment, and I started to get interested in how society interacts with it, which includes gender diversity in the forest sector. I realized pretty early on that my desire to study these sciences would allow me to have a happy and meaningful career. So when I got to college, I found it uncommon to meet other women in natural resources and forestry when I was out with friends, and I noticed that my classes seemed to have a higher male-to-female ratio. I did, however, find myself in a few forestry-related classes, like my natural resource seminar class being taught by women who, to me, came off as really strong and knowledgeable and really established in their field. So these women inspired me to become a leader for other young women like myself who might lack the confidence in their capabilities in this undeniably male-dominated industry. So in the beginning of my time here at OSU, I found myself feeling pretty lost in the wave of the education system, and just something in me knew that I, I just needed to do more. So I was offered a position as a member of Success Club run by my favorite psych professor, which was extremely beneficial to me. Success Club taught me to raise my standards for my goals and belief in myself, and now I've found my current mentor, Pipit, who is giving me Yay. Some, <laughs> some really valuable insight and that will really help me navigate the world that I'm going to be entering pretty soon once I graduate. Great. So back to the song that we played at the beginning, Run the World by Beyonce. Pipit shared a little bit about what resonates for her with this song, but Taylor, I'm wanting to know your take on the song. <laughs> So Around the World Girls came out in 2011. I'm going to date myself here, my eighth grade year, and I was a huge Beyonce fan. You are fan. so young. <laughs> I <Yeah>. know. <laughs> but really, like, who, who isn't a Beyonce fan? So I remember going to the mall to buy the number four album, and I just threw it into my stereo the second that I got home. It was the very last song on the album, and it certainly made its mark on my mind. I think it's really amazing that the so-called Queen Bee which is ironic because of the queen bee phenomena, which we'll talk about a little later, inspires girls and women everywhere to be just really strong and confident in themselves. And she used her platform in the sense to empower girls of all kinds, of all places. Uh, and in one line, she makes a toast to college grads, which relates to, I think, all of us here. And 
it's even eight years later, so it's truly a timeless bop. Definitely, and we'll come back to that Queen Bee phenomenon later. But before we hear more from Peepit and Taylor, let's listen to a song by Milk called Quiet. It's the unofficial anthem of the Women's March. Peepit, why did you request me play this song? Well, I think um, Women's March is an important movement. It is a women-led movement, an annual march to advocate legislation and policies regarding human rights and other issues, including women's right to create transformative social change. The founder, Catherine, has fought for gender equality from inside corporate America for like 15 years. Finding herself pushing against an impenetrable glass ceiling, Catherine then decided to take the fight against inequality in the workplace by organizing the Women's March on New York City. So. Do you know that the march on January 21st, um, 2017 is attended by more than a half million people? Like a lot of people. Yeah. They demonstrate public sp- support for women's rights. Well, we have, we're have we not alone out there then. Yeah. We're just going to yeah, move it definitely. forward in, in academia and some of these other yes. places mm-hmm. like the forest I sector. I agree. So, okay, we're going to play Quiet by Milk, which was the 27, or the unofficial Women's March anthem. And then we'll be right back. You're on KBVR, Cor- KBVR Corvallis. Don't go away. Put on your face. Know your place. Shut up and smile, don't spread your legs No, I won't keep quiet That's a really powerful song. We're KBVR Corvallis and that was just Quiet by Milk. Taylor, what do you feel about this song? Well, Quiet to me is a song that really touches on expectations of women in their everyday lives, how frustration can build, and that we should really just stand up for ourselves and who we are and what we believe in. The song to me really emphasizes speaking up to show people who we really are and our strength. And it's not only for self-empowerment, but really to create a supportive community for women who experience the placement of these standards upon them as well. This song honestly makes me want to be anything but quiet. Well, actually, Shout it out. yeah, it's true. <laughs> like I, I remember that this song is getting more popular when the Me Too movement began to take hold, because the songwriter is a sexual assault survivor. the The singer is actually like using hashtag I can keep quiet to encourage people to bravely express themselves and to speak up and share their everyday stories. Um, so for people that haven't heard about Me Too movement. It's a movement against sexual harassment and sexual assault. So it's began to spread virally in October 2017 as a hashtag on social media in attempt to demonstrate the widespread prevalence of sexual assault, anti-harassment, especially in the workplace. So it's a um, began when Tara Burke, an American social activist and community organizer, began using the phrase Me Too as early as um, 2006 and then the phrase was later popularized by American actress Alisa Milano on Twitter in 2017. Um, Kristen and Taylor, do you know about the hashtag? Oh, yeah. Yeah, I've seen it a bit. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah, so um, Milano encourage victims of sexual harassment to tweet about it and give people a sense of the magnitude of the problem. The response is um, actually like coming from like a big American celebrities like Gwyneth Paltrow, Ashley Judd, Jennifer Lawrence, and Uma Thurman. Um, speaking about me to movement in the music industry, um, Kristen, can we play Praying by Kesha? So this song is about her heart-wrenching battle of sexual harassment and abuse that she endured from her music pro- producer for more than a decade. Yes, of course. Here it is. Kesha praying on KBVR Corvallis. Don't go away. We're not done yet. You're back on KBVR Corvallis, and that was Just Praying by Kesha. What a song. Beautiful. What did you think about yeah. that, Peepit? Well, this song definitely has a powerful message for those who are facing challenges. To let them know that no matter how bad it seems now, you can get through it. If you notice, um, her focus gradually gains strength throughout the song, like turning the mood from darkness and despair to hope and confidence, that's why I like this song. Um, Kristen and Taylor, do you know that Kesha's praying performance in 2018 Grammy, joined on stage by Cindy Lauper, Camila Cabello, Underday, Julia Michaels, and Bebe Rexa has been mentioned as Grammy's Me Too movement? I didn't, but that makes a lot of sense. Yeah, yeah. it's beautiful. Yeah, it's true. I mean, like, Me Too is actually an- my another reason why I want to do this gender reason i mean like i want to have my part in fighting for social social justice all right well do you want to tell us a little bit more about your research now pipet yes of course um so for my dissertation i'm researching about the impact of the situation of gender diversity in the forest sector i want to advocate that increasing gender diversity is no longer just the right thing to do but also the smart thing to do so i will do my phd my manuscript i will have three stages in my research. First stage, um, we interviewed female executives in the global forest sector companies. Then we will interview female college student leaders. And in the third stage, we will interview women's network leaders. So Taylor here is helping me with the second stage of my research when we will interview female college student leaders in the top four forestry universities in the world based on the Center for World University Rankings. So the top four uh, forestry universities are Swedish University of Agriculture Science, and then Oregon State University. Go Bees! And then University of British Columbia and University of Helsinki. So we want to know these female student leader perceptions on gender aspects in the forest sector. Sounds like that's going to be some pretty interesting data to look at. But um, I'm curious, how did you two meet Taylor and Pippet? So actually we met from a program uh, in College of Forestry called Mentored Employment Program. Taylor will tell you more about this. 
Yeah, so the Mentored Employment Program is an opportunity that uh, the College of Forestry offers. It's for undergraduates to gain experience in paid research positions, working with professors and graduate students like Pippet here. There's a lot of forestry-related projects offered each year in different dimensions like forest engineering or field surveying, social aspects like our research, and just a lot more just depending on the projects that the professors are willing to work on. I found the program through a workshop that the Office of Undergraduate Research Scholarship in the Arts hosted, which guides undergrads in finding mentors as well as the plenty of research opportunities available here on campus. If anyone's interested, some of these programs include the Mentored Employment Program, like the one I'm in, URSA Like Engage. the one that we have now. Yeah, right. And also just college-specific programs. So it's really flexible. What was it like preparing an uh, application for those programs? Um, well, it's just pretty like basic. I wrote a cover letter writing my interests, skills, and why I would be the right fit for the job. I dressed probably over like overdressed like way professional because <laughs> first interview I, yeah, I remember that I wore these like heels and I was like limping the way there but I, yeah I just think you should dress for the job that you want not the one that you have and I think we really hit it off during the interview and I left feeling like our values were really in alignment and I felt like this project was perfect with what I want to study and so pretty quickly after, I got an email offering me the position. Well, congratulations. Thank so you. Very interesting to see how you found these mentorships around the, around campus and how mentorship has affected you so much, Taylor. Uh, Peepit, is mentoring something that you examine in your research? Oh, yeah, definitely. Um, and I also can tell you a lot about this mentorship thing. I'm so on Fire. And the booth is on fire. Well, so then we should play the Alicia Keys song, Girl on Fire. Yeah. Because it's so perfect about your findings. Here, peep it. So um, here is Girl on Fire by Alicia Keys. You heard it on KBVR Corvallis. Don't go away. We're going to be talking about the research findings after this. She's on fire. Hotter than a fantasy, lonely like a highway. She's living in a world and it's on fire. That was Alicia Keys, Girl on Fire. You're listening to KBVR Corvallis, and we're here with Pipet Larasati and Taylor Barnett. Well, so my guess, those two are definitely on fire. We've been just <laughs> singing and dancing in here. Oh, yeah. There we go. Yeah. So, uh, Taylor, what's up? Um, you know, I think Alicia Keys really follows this woman empowerment move in a great way, just like one year after Run the World Girls comes out, she dropped Girl on Fire in 2012, which was just an absolute hit. I don't think I know anyone that can't remember a time <laughs> trying to sing along. Um, the language she uses in the song gives a really great sense of community by using the words we when she says, we're burning it down and we're not coming down. And I think her powerful vocals really exhibit beauty and strength in the most purest way. Um, and I think that's the message 
that I definitely felt and all of my friends felt while we're blowing out our lungs with the windows down, <laughs> trying to sing along in the car, you know. Definitely. Yeah, that song is a legend. Uh, Pipit, uh, what about your research findings about mentorship? Yeah, so um, from the first stage of my research, um, the female executives agree that the North American and Nordic forest sector has been historically known as a male-oriented and male-dominated industry with characteristic of a chauvinistic and masculine culture. There are positive changes towards more diverse and inclusive workplace. However, these changes are very slow. So to post the changes, respondents suggested that it is necessary to reach critical mass of women in leadership positions, which is believed can create a more female-friendly working environment. Women are typically seen as more emphatic. Accordingly, they are often expected to clear the way and to mentor young females in the industry. Um, nevertheless, since the forest sector is a male-dominated industry, there is a possibility of the queen bee phenomenon that could hinder the career advancement of young females. I heard you say Queen Bee phenomena. Yeah. Kristen, do you recall earlier when I mentioned Beyonce's nickname Queen Bee being ironic? Right. What is that about? Yeah, it's ironic because, I mean, like Queen Bees in this phenomenon are referring to women leaders or sneer women who are instead of promoting women's development and mentoring young women, they may distance themselves from other women and give preferential treatment to men as a response to gender discrimination and social identity threat in their companies. So of course, this is like kind of like opposite of what Beyonce meant. But um, we found that to be successful in a male-dominated work setting, these queen bees disassociate themselves from their gender, have masculine self-presentation, underline dissimilarities, and distance themselves from other women by claiming that they are more masculine. However, this concept has been widely misunderstood and sadly, in many cases, weaponized against women. Well, this sounds like a big problem that in a yeah. male-dominated field, we really need women to, at higher levels to feel confident in their identities and confident when promoting other women. Did so what else did you find about this phenomenon? Yeah, um, well, although we need to be aware about this queen bee phenomenon, a study found that high-performing women leaders have one thing in common. So they have a tight-knit circle of other women who help them with gender-specific private information and providing social support. So talking about a tight-knit circle among women, I remember those days when I was a big fan of a girl band who supports girl power back to 90s. Um, can you guess them, Chris and Taylor? Oh, is it uh, girl power? Hmm, Spice Girls? Yeah! Oh, yeah. Hell yeah. You know them, girl power. Uh, yeah, of course I know them. They have, they are so referenced in today's pop culture. Like, mm. I personally love Victoria Beckham, you know, Ooh. the posh spice. Ooh. That's my girl. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. I mean, like, they were girl power ambassador in that time. I, I remember that I put their poster in my room and pretend to be one of their members. Oh yeah, which Spice Girl will you peep it? Well, I think I will be the sixth member. I will call myself Spicy Spice because I like spicy food. Oh, she's oh, on fire. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. All right, well, it sounds like we need to listen to Wannabe by the Spice Girls. All right, you heard it on KBVR Corvallis, don't go away. <laughs> Yo, I'll tell you what I want, but I 
everybody down and wind it all around. That was the Spice Girls <laughs> with Wannabe. We're back in the KBVR booth. All right, Peepit, what did you think of that? Uh, well, I mean, like, Wannabe has become a girl power anthem and um, mm-hmm. an iconic symbol of female empowerment. Uh, you know what? Like, some ex- experts say that Wannabe is the most recognizable and catchiest pop song of the last 60 years. Agree. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, like, three years ago, the United Nations Global Goals, um, having a campaign, hashtag what I really, really want. <laughs> uh, they film a global remake of the original music video to highlight gender inequality issues faced by women across the world. So the video was taken in various locations around the world and the campaign itself also encouraged people from all over the world to use the hashtag what I really, really, really want. <laughs> taken from the song's lyric, obviously, to share what they wanted for girls and women by 2030. So back to your research. You said that women need to have a tight-knit circle in order to be successful in the workplace. What did you mean? Yeah, so um, this tight-knit circle with other women can be formed through mentorship. You know that um, poor mentorship and lack of role models are key factors why fewer women entering a male-dominated industry such as the forest sector and also like like a barrier of entering, attaining senior leadership and academic positions. So I want to go back to the definition of mentorship. It can be defined as a process whereby an experienced, highly regarded, empathic person, aka the mentor, guides another individual who is the mentee in the development and re-examination of their own ideas, learning, and personal and professional development. So benefits for participants in mentorship include personal well-being and also like professional development due to improve problem-solving skills and management of change. That is why it is very important to find a suitable mentor for young females who are considering to enter a male-dominated industry. However, mentoring might feel as a dating game. I mean, like it's kind of like seeking and building relationships. Right. Very cool. Well, thank you so much for coming on the show and sharing this with us, Pipette and Taylor. Thank you for inviting us. Yeah, Yeah. it's been great to hear about this. And also so interesting to have research done here at Oregon State alongside some of these women's empowerment anthems. Very cool. But we're going to close the show with one more song from Roses called Halfway There. It's the 2019 Women's March anthem. Taylor, do you have something to say about this song? Yeah, I would like to say that Halfway There is an ode to the societal progress that we've already made towards the equal treatment of women and definitely an anthem of continuation to lift each other up, to fight for your place in this world, and to believe in yourself as a really strong, capable person because essentially you are. So I think this is a great closing song that can remind people that there's beauty in struggle and just to keep on making positive changes for us and for future generations because they deserve it. Totally. All right, peep it. Any Mm -hmm. message to say for the audience before we close the show? Yeah. uh, So I believe that halfway there is like, it's kind of like a fight song. Acknowledging the battle and being thrown into it is essentially your halfway mark. And then fighting for it is the next half. So as what um, Amelia Earhart, the first female aviator to fly solo across the Atlantic Ocean said, the most difficult thing is the decision to act. The rest is merely tenacity. The fears are paper tigers. 
you can do anything you decide to do. You can act to change and control your life and the procedure. The process itself is on reward. So young fellows out there, if you can go out from your comfort zone and try different things, you're already halfway there. I mean, like, if you want to step up your game, don't be afraid to ask, take actions, and most importantly, find your mentor. All right. Makes a, that's, that makes our show. Well, thanks so much for being on the show again, Peepit and Taylor. Us. Thank you. And uh, we're going to close out this episode of Inspiration Dissemination with Roses Halfway There. You heard it on KBVR Corvallis. Enjoy. some changes tell me that we'll make it tell me that we'll make it